Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello, Culture Kids. Welcome to our show. We are a family podcast dedicated to empowering a generation of kind and empathetic citizens of the world. Hello, hello. My name is Asher, and I'm your host along with my mom, Kristen. Let's start with our birthday celebrations. We want to say a big happy birthday to Max and Leo from Los Angeles, California. Max and Leo are twins, and they're celebrating their seventh birthday. Max wants to visit Hawaii someday, and Leo wants to visit China one day. Happy birthday! And before we dive into our episode today, we want to say thank you so much for your support and for celebrating our one-year anniversary. Asher and I have been making an episode every week since our launch in October 2022, and we are grateful for our growing community of listeners. And we want to say a big congratulations to our giveaway winners. Thank you so much for those who participated. Check out our Instagram page at Culture Kid Media to see who the winners are and what they won. Thank you. Today's episode is for the stargazers and the dreamers. We're going to dive into the magical world of Chinese zodiac signs. We'll learn about the history, hear a cool legend, and learn about the stories behind the symbols. The zodiac signs are an important part of Chinese culture and celebrated during the Lunar New Year. It is a way to keep track of time, not just hours and minutes, but years and the changing seasons. It is made up of 12 different animals, such as the rat, ox, and dragon. Each animal represents a year, and they follow a 12-year cycle. This cycle is like a big clock so it never stops tick-tocking. Get it? (laughs) Each year, the zodiac animal takes center stage like the star of the show. In many Asian cultures, the zodiac is important because each animal is believed to bring unique things to the year it represents. For example, the year of the tiger is brave and the year of the rabbit is gentle. A lot of people in Asia believe these animal traits can explain a person's life and personality. And every Lunar New Year marks the start of a new zodiac year, and it is a big celebration. Families come together like fireworks and give each other gifts. It's a time for traditions and togetherness. Let's dig into 
how the Chinese zodiac signs became such an important part of Asian culture. Historians don't have a clear idea of exactly how it all began because it happened a very long time ago. It likely developed gradually over time throughout history. But they believe it took shape during the Han Dynasty, which was a long time ago, around 206 BC to 220 AD. However, there is a famous legend that explains how the Chinese zodiac signs were determined. Can you tell us the legend? Of course. Once upon a time, in the mystical world of ancient China, where emperors ruled vast lands and dragons danced in the skies, there was a heavenly realm ruled by the Jade Emperor. He was not just an emperor, but the ruler of all the heavens and beings. This powerful emperor was known for his wisdom and kindness, and he cared for the people on earth dearly. <laughs> but he faced a little problem. There was no way for the people on earth to measure time. So he decided to create a calendar, a way for the people on earth to keep track of the years and time. But he wanted to make this calendar unique, something that would be fun, memorable, and full of magic. And that's when he came up with a splendid idea, the idea of the Chinese Zodiac. The Jade Emperor announced a grand celebration in the heavens. He called for all the animals of the world to participate in a great race. He explained to the animals that the first 12 animals to cross the finish line would have a special honor. They would represent each year in the new calendar he was creating. And now in the animal kingdom, the word of this race spread like wildfire. All the animals were buzzing with excitement, but there was one little problem. Not all animals were excellent swimmers and the race involved crossing up fast, powerful river. One of the animals, a clever rat, found a solution to the problem. Ha -ha! Being a fast thinker, the rat came up with a plan. He found his friend, the strong and mighty ox, and said, Hey, ox, we can help each other. You're an excellent swimmer, but not so fast on land. And I'm a fast runner, but not a strong swimmer. If we work together, we can both win. <laughs> the ox, being kind-hearted, agreed to this. When the race day arrived, the animals gathered by the riverbank, a noisy and colorful bunch. Excitement and a sense of adventure fill the air. The emperor, sitting high on his throne, waved his hand, signaling the start of the race. The animals dashed into the water, some gracefully and others with lots of splashes. The ox with the rat on his back powered through the river. The rat, meanwhile, cheered and encouraged the ox as they forged ahead. The other animals swam after them furiously, but it was clear the rat and the ox were leading the way. As they approached the shore, the rat suddenly sprang off the ox's back and leaped ahead. 
he reached the shore first and dashed across the finish line. The ox, while strong, was not as fast on land, and he arrived second. The powerful tiger emerged next, its stripes glistening in the sun. With the mighty leap, it claimed third place, symbolizing bravery and strength. Following closely, the gentle rabbit, known for its swiftness and agility, hopped from stone to stone, coming in fourth place in the race. Then, with the dazzling burst of energy, the mighty dragon appeared. Now, this wasn't just any old dragon. This dragon had the gift of flight, soaring through the air and landing gracefully as the fifth animal in the zodiac. Its presence brought good fortune and represented strength and wisdom. The slithering snake followed, its sleek form winding its way into sixth place. The snake was known for its wisdom, intuition, and charm. It was believed to bring good luck and protection against evil spirits. The brave horse galloped into seventh place, its hooves pounding the ground. Known for its energy, perseverance, and free spirit, the horse was a symbol of success and victory. The gentle goat, with the heart full of kindness, secured the eighth position. Associated with harmony, compassion, and artistic talents, the goat was believed to bring beauty and happiness. The playful monkey swung in as the ninth animal, its agility and clever tricks, earning it a place in the zodiac. The monkey was a symbol of intelligence, joy, and a sense of humor. The rooster strutted in as the 10th animal, known for its punctuality, courage, and a strong sense of duty. The rooster was associated with the dawn and was believed to bring good luck. The friendly dog bounded into the 11th place. Known for its loyalty, honesty, and a strong sense of justice, the dog was considered a protector who always brought good fortune. With a happy snort, the honest and joyful pig arrived as the 12th and final animal in the zodiac. Representing abundance, kindness, and a love for life, the pig was seen as a symbol of wealth and prosperity. The 12 animals celebrated this wondrous race and the Jade Emperor was delighted with the results. He named the years of the calendar after each animal in the order they finished the race. And this became the Chinese Zodiac. I love that. It's important to know that each animal in this legend comes with its own story and they're all special in their own way. For the purpose of this episode, we've made the stories a bit shorter, but you can always explore the details of each animal's legend with your grown-ups. Wait, what is my animal? So Asher, you were born in June 2017, and that is the year of the rooster. They are known for being punctual, confident, a good leader, and organized. Oh yes, I think I'm like that. But what else does it tell me besides my personality? The Chinese zodiac can also be used to understand what kind of people you get along with or even predict the future. 
But as we always say, every family is different, and some people see the Chinese zodiac simply as a traditional and cultural belief. Others may take it more seriously and use it to help make decisions in their life. It all depends on the person and their family, and that's always okay. Well, I love learning about it because I love animals, and a lot of my favorite animals are represented in the zodiac signs. And by the way, right now this is the year of the rabbit, and next February during Lunar New Year, it will be the year of the dragon. Awesome! I can't wait to celebrate Lunar New Year and welcome the year of the dragon. <laughs> Well, we still have lots of holidays to celebrate before that, but yes, I guess it is coming up. Jump time! Could I go first? Of course. Why are monkeys terrible storytellers? Why? Because they only have one tail. Monkeys only have one tail, but like a tail, like a story tail, but a monkey's tail. <laughs> yep, I get it. Good one. Yay! Okay, my turn. Mommy's turn. What do you call a friendly horse? What? A good. Neighbor. Nay. Yes, I get it. Because a nay, nay. Horses say nay. You got it. Well, thank you for joining us on another episode of Culture Kids Podcast. We have some really cool guests coming up. We're going to celebrate Diwali next week, classical music with the piano guys, West African dance, and so much more. Hit subscribe and email us at hello at culturekidsmedia.com for birthday shoutouts and any other requests to let us know what you want to learn about next. Whether it's your hometown, a place you want to visit and explore one day, just let us know. We always want to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Happy Halloween, everyone! I hope everyone gets scared on Halloween. Uh, see you later. We've all been there. You're standing in a museum, staring at a painting, and all you can think is, "I don't get it." To me, knowing the story behind an artwork is a huge part of knowing how to look at it. I'm Amanda, the host of the Art of History podcast, where we view history through the lens of some really great works of art. Each episode, we dive deep into the bigger picture behind some familiar and maybe not so familiar pieces. Check out Art of History now wherever you get your podcasts.